Welcome to Fossils and Fiction, a podcast exploring cultural and scientific ideas about dinosaurs. This episode of Fossils and Fiction is a review of the Apple TV Plus series Prehistoric Planet, which is a new wildlife documentary-style series about life in the late Cretaceous period when dinosaurs ruled the Earth. This is Prehistoric Planet. There are many ways to describe life on this planet. Some creatures could be called magnificent or monstrous. Perhaps misunderstood. But only a few creatures who roam this earth could be called all three. Explore the coastlines where giants roam. The deserts where danger rules. And ice worlds where survival is everything. Join us for a story you've never heard. On a scale you've never witnessed. Unexplained, unbelievable, until now. The series is narrated by David Attenborough and produced by John Favreau. As you heard in the preview there, each of the five episodes of Prehistoric Planet is set in effectively a different biome. From coasts to deserts, through freshwater, polar regions and forests, we watch up close as both iconic and relatively unknown dinosaur species are brought to life before our eyes. The series features some of the most extraordinary computer-generated animals I have ever seen, and also the magnificent landscapes and vistas you would expect from any Attenborough documentary. From that first episode, Coasts, you can tell that this series is special. It features a male Tyrannosaurus rex leading a brood of his offspring across a narrow ocean to feed on large turtles on nearby islands. Like many natural world documentaries, the series shows life in all of its struggle and ugliness as well as its beauty. The father, rex, and the babies get a good meal, 
But baby dinosaurs are also vulnerable to predators, and we see that play out time and time again. Cute they may be, but they live in a deadly world. Though the T-Rexes were magnificent, the standout for me in this episode were the Mosasauruses and their life on the reef. Life in the desert is even tougher, as shown in episode 2. Here we see giant sauropods called Dreadnoughtus gathering for competition and mating. The vision of these huge creatures with impressive air sacs for display has provoked some controversy, but I was incredibly impressed with the styling of them. We also see a cousin of Tyrannosaurus, the Tarbosaur, and catch a first glimpse of the feathered Velociraptor, which differs substantially from those seen in other popular media. Dinosaurs interacting in the desert episode really do feel like one fully-fledged ecosystem, and I think that points to one of the weaker aspects of the freshwater episode, which is that many of the dinosaurs here feel somewhat disconnected from their contemporaries. Mind you, the great shaggy-haired oaf that is Dinochirus is an absolute standout, and one of the most interesting and wild dinosaur designs I have ever seen. In the Ice Worlds episode, largely set in the planet's polar regions, we see multiple dinosaur species in combat for survival. A particular standout for me is the Pachyrhinoceros herd which finds itself in a freezing standoff with a group of theropods. And finally, we turn to the forests. Here we see dinosaurs in the kinds of environment they are perhaps most often pictured. And one of the most anticipated scenes from the series trailer finally arrives as a male Carnotaurus shows off his dance moves in the hopes of attracting a female. A number of the scientists who consulted for the series have been active on Twitter, correcting misconceptions and demonstrating how various research was incorporated into the show. Darren Nish and Steve Brizzati in particular have been vocal about what they contributed. Here are some clips from Nish explaining the science that went into the show. You have to imagine that what you actually see in the series is like the, the tip of the iceberg and there's this vast amount of kind of, you know, background scientific backing to every single one of our decisions. So an enormous amount of work, enormous amount of research. I think we can be very confident that Prehistoric Planet is going to mark a new watershed in terms of the portrayal on the screen of dinosaurs and other animals of the time. This is the modern view of dinosaurs as we understand it right now. This is going to encourage like a whole new generation of, of kids and, and older people as well to really think about these animals in a new way and be really interested in them and in the world in general. One of the least discussed aspects of the series is the evocative soundtrack. At all the right moments, it is lively and joyous and then builds tension. It soars just as the pterosaurs do, and it brings us further into the life worlds of these dinosaurs. The composers have to be congratulated for their work. You will have heard some of that music in the preview I played earlier. If you have any interest in dinosaurs, and I have to assume you do if you're listening to this podcast, I highly recommend you check out Prehistoric Planet, now streaming on Apple TV+.
about dinosaurs, but I know a lot more now, three years later. Everybody loves animals and everybody loves dinosaurs. There are many ways to describe life on this planet. The aims of the series is to show that dinosaurs weren't monsters, they were majestic. Join us for a story you've never heard on a scale you've never witnessed. My expertise was understanding how to do virtual filmmaking and how to render naturalistically animated animals in a photoreal way. All these environments had to be stunning because they had to stand side by side with the Planet Earth documentaries. Explore the coastlines where giants roam. David Attenborough, that's the magical component. The deserts where danger rules and ice worlds where survival is everything. Just hearing his voice brings such authenticity. Some creatures could be called magnificent. Well, the icing on the cake was for Sir David to be the, the voice of this story, to tell the stories. Or monstrous. We want you to think we went in a time machine, we got lucky, we brought all this amazing footage back with us, and you're just seeing these glimpses of what happened and what we witnessed. That's what we want people to feel. Darren was a wealth of knowledge to kind of constantly be inputting on in both of our ears of like what is possible with these animals, what we shouldn't be doing, what are the pitfalls to avoid. This is the modern view of dinosaurs as we understand it right now. Thank you for listening to the Fossils and Fiction podcast, produced by me, Travis Holland, with the support of Charles Sturt University. The podcast theme music is Sonora by Quincas Morea via the YouTube audio library. Find more content on our social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Show notes are available on the website fossilsfiction.co. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcasting platforms.